Ghislaine Maxwell is alive, and she has given her first televised interview from prison, and we're going to watch some of it. This is a Propaganda Reports Drive Time News Blast. Here's what I'm doing today. I'm releasing a condensed version of the DMB this morning, focusing only on this subject of Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, and then there will also be a DMB XR, which is going to be that conversation that Sam Tripoli and I had after the Super Bowl, the second part of that conversation, which you can get that at patreon.com slash propaganda report. You go subscribe there today. You get that conversation. You also get the DMB ad-free. Get those together in your own private RSS feed. And then later on, tonight, I'm going to be publishing a second DNB covering a few more topics that I want to hit on today. All right, top story today. Apparently, a new Jeffrey Epstein list could drop soon. That's what I'm told. A new list of all of the people associated with him, many who we might not have heard yet, could be coming. And at the same time that that is in the news, we also have Ghislaine Maxwell giving her first TV interview from prison to 60 Minutes while the Epstein list is pending, possibly. And we are going to watch some of that interview. First, however, we're going to talk about this highly anticipated Epstein list that people obviously think is going to be something big. This is going to be like some huge revelations because they're talking about how they believe that all these crazy stories in the news, like the UFOs and the spy balloons were shooting them down, that all of that stuff is just a distraction away from this Epstein list story, which I hope is true because that would mean that whatever comes out in these Epstein list revelations are, are damning. I mean, that would be fantastic. I mean, we can get people to pay attention to it if damning revelations come out. I, I'm just not convinced that this is going to happen. Like, I, I don't think that this is a, these other stories are, are a distraction at all. I think they're all about China escalation. But I, I also don't think that they're a distraction because we don't even really know when this list of names is going to come out. The Daily Mail, who is the publication that reported on this originally, they said that the names that will be unsealed will be unsealed in the coming months. Okay, that's a pretty broad window there. That's like when I was trying to get that new internet that I, I had put in fixed. That's like what AT&T told me. It's like, like they said... We will be there, a technician will be there to fix your internet in the coming months. So we have a long time to wait, potentially, or maybe they'll come out tomorrow. I, I don't know, but it just, a lot of people seem to think they're going to be coming out this week. I, I don't know if that is going to be the case. And secondly, despite what some people are saying, this isn't going to be like Jeffrey Epstein's client list, you know? We're not getting the end-all, be-all of names on a list of all those people who, who did awful, horrible things on this island. We're not getting that. Now, now, we might get some people who are his clients on that list, but what's being unsealed, according to the media, are the names of Epstein's associates, victims, and his employees. So there could obviously be some scumbag elitist in there who are one of his clients, but... Whether or not it's someone we don't already know about, that's a different story. And not everyone on this list can fall into that category. Because it's also people who are victimized and who worked for him. 
Thirdly, uh, the, the names that are being unsealed, the people that are currently John and Jane Doe in the court documents are being unsealed because none of them objected to their names being made public. And I got to tell you that right there, that makes me think we're not going to learn anything damning right there. When, when the people who have the most to cover up say, we don't care if our names are public. So I have low expectations for this revelation. I, I hope that I'm wrong. I, I do. In fact, I'm more optimistic than I was the first time that I heard this story because the court documents in question were actually made public last week, I believe it was. The names of the people aren't revealed yet. They're still covered up or whatever. Everyone is a John or Jane Doe in the court documents, but the context surrounding it, it does reveal some of the relationships they have with each other. And you can also kind of figure out who a couple of the people that they're talking about are. First of all, I should say that these documents are from Virginia Jufri's 2015 defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell. She sued Maxwell after Maxwell called her a liar over her sexual uh, abuse allegations or accusations against Maxwell and Epstein. They later settled the lawsuit. This was in 2017 for an unsealed amount, which the Miami Herald believes was in the millions that Maxwell paid to Jufri. And like I said, these court documents, even with the names not unsealed yet, do reveal details about these people. For example, and this is from Law and Crime News. Doe 23 is someone who was subject to widely publicized criminal prosecution abroad for sex trafficking and then later passed away. This is almost definitely Jeffrey Epstein's model agent, the guy, the model scout buddy from France, Jean-Luc Brunel, who, like Epstein, this guy was found dead in his prison cell while awaiting trial. And he was going to be on trial for an Epstein-related case. He died about a year ago. That's when that happened. Another you might recognize is a, is a Doe who, according to the court documents, Jufri entered into a settlement with after saying that she might have made a mistake in her accusations against him. This is almost definitely Alan, Alan Dershowitz, who was being referenced by Maxwell's lawyer. And so Jufri entered into a settlement without cost with him last November. So nobody had to pay anyone any money, and she had to come out and make that public statement. Okay, so those are the ones that you can kind of figure out who they're talking about. Here's some details on the unnamed people who it's not so easy to determine exactly who they are. But you can learn a little bit about them. There is 167 of them, unnamed people, in these court documents. Of that 167, at least 18 of them are listed as alleged perpetrators. This is according to Law and Crime. And 15 of them are accused of having engaged in serious wrongdoing. And two of Epstein's alleged affiliates in the court documents are described as public figures. Now, these public figures, however are not accused of misconduct within these particular court documents. And Jean-Luc isn't the only dead unnamed person, or Jane or John Doe named person in the, the document references. There are nine references, in fact, uh, to Doe's who are described as dead, deceased, or having passed away. 
Nine. Now, I don't know exactly how all nine of them died, if they were suspicious, but I'd be interested to find that out. 30 of the people listed are former Epstein employees. One is a former employee of Maxwell, formerly. Nearly 90 of them are described as having been affiliated with Epstein, a victim, a witness, or someone else. So this is what I'm talking about. This is not just a list of his clients. This is a bunch of people, some even just loosely associated with people that he was associated with. Nearly 70 of the 167 does have apparently been mentioned in public records before in, in some form, e- either at media, courtroom testimony, or police reports, meaning that 90 of the unsealed names could be new to us. So there's, there's reason for possibly hope that maybe we'll get some elitist scumbag thrown in prison out of this. I, I, like I said, I don't have high hopes, but I'm a skeptic, okay? So I, I don't, I, I always temper my expectations when it comes to this, but hopefully they'll get somebody. We'll see here. Oh, and one other thing Maxwell's attorney noted in the documents that the sealed materials involving more than 40 of the does are not salacious. She also said that in the case of Doe 124, one of them, that the witness's allegations against the individual are salacious. So she says 40 or not, one is, I I guess, the other 120-something. Who knows? At least we know one of them is salacious. So that's what we know so far. Who knows when those names will be revealed or if it'll be anything explosive. We'll find out, I guess. However, it was surprising to me that at the same time, as this is going on, I see that 60 Minutes Australia did an interview with Ghislaine Maxwell from prison. Her first interview since she's been in the slammer. I know a lot of people thought she was dead. Perhaps she is. You know, there's always a possibility of a deep fake. And it certainly appears, based on this interview, that the slammer doesn't really have the best camera, Wi-Fi, and streaming equipment. Because the picture is a bit choppy at times, so it's a perfect environment for a deep fake. This is what I was saying about Zelensky while he's live streaming for, from war-torn Ukraine. Maybe. You guys can decide. We'll watch some of the clips anyway. It's not just 60 Minutes talking to her either. It's her two brothers and like a high-up producer at 60 Minutes talking to her. It's a very controlled interview. The whole premise is that she and her brothers, at least from the way that 60 Minutes framed it, 60 Minutes Australia, after the fact, is that she and her brothers are attempting to rewrite history about who she is and, and change her image for the good in the hopes of getting her out of jail or prison on, on appeal and just revamping who she is. So while it is a bit controlled, she does say some pretty interesting things during the interview. For instance, she gives her thoughts on whether or not she believes Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. Jeffrey Epstein died in jail. Um, do you believe that he, he committed suicide? Because many don't. No, he didn't. I don't believe he did. I believe that he was uh, murdered. She's a conspiracy theorist, just like a lot of us. She believes that he's murdered. I would have preferred for her to say that she believes he faked his death and is on an island. And 
that she's going to find him one way or another. But oh well. That image behind her, by the way, on screen is a painting. Her brother asked her what it is at the beginning of the, the interview. That's her brother sitting next to that blonde woman, by the way. And he asked her the next question, which is about what her biggest mistakes are. And here's her answer. When you look back and what you think your biggest mistake was. I honestly wish I'd never met her because I didn't know. <laughs> and he was so awful. I mean, obviously now, looking back with hindsight, of course. It sounded a little bit like she said she wishes she had never met her. And then maybe she says he later in the sentence. I, I don't know, but the follow-up question from her brother clarifies for us that she is talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Here's that question and her answer. Do you consider yourself a victim of Jeffrey? Well, I, I, don't, I don't love the use of the word victim. But clearly, um, the fact that I worked for him and that I spent time with him and knew him has devastated uh, my life and hurt many people that I love and hold dear that are around me. Wow. So she's just uh, all the people who he hurt that she loves and holds dear by her. He, he devastated their life, her life, while she devastated the lives of their victims who she didn't mention at all in that talk there. Okay, now we get to some of the really good stuff here. Even though she's in prison, she's got such a big heart and she cares so much about her friend that she's spending her time there trying to help her good buddy, Prince Andrew. From behind prison walls, Galen is not only determined to correct the world's view of her, but she is doing her best to resurrect her close friend, the cancelled and shameful Prince Andrew. This photo changed the course of history. Okay, so the photo that they are showing on screen right now is that famous photo that we've all seen of Prince Andrew standing with his arm around Virginia Jufri. I think it was Virginia Roberts at the time when she was 17 years old as Maxwell stands behind them smiling creepily. And Jeffrey Epstein apparently took the photo. So that's what they're showing on screen. This photo changed the course of history, but Glenn claims to know it's a hoax. I have uh, information that would indicate that it is a fraud and a fake. Oh my, that is a bombshell. Glenn Maxwell has information indicating that that famous photo we, we've all seen so many times is fake. Surely we're going to hear what that information is in this next clip. And now, rather desperately, Glenn claims she knows it was a setter. Another issue was just the, the photo that was shot in Kennerton Street. That's which, her brother. Um, we've always What's thought it was a fake. And, um, and that's just a, because it didn't happen and because we just think it was a fake. That's right, mate. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. And it, and it remains the fact that, that no original has ever been produced. 
well, there's never been an original. And further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. And um, further, I have uh, information that would indicate that it is a fraud and a fake. Maxwell was not pushed on what her so-called information was. She wasn't pushed on it. There was a, not a follow-up question there. Probably because those were the conditions of the interview. Her brothers had to be there also to make sure that the wrong questions weren't asked. Great journalism there. Don't follow up on that bombshell about what actually this proof is that shows this famous photo is a fake. Uh, now, now, Jufri says that the original was given to the FBI in 2011, and the photographer who worked for, I think, the Daily Mail back when she took this photo to a news publication for the first time back in the early 2000s, the person who took cop- made copies of the photo came out and said that he, made, he, he touched the real photo, he, he made all the copies of it, and there was also a Florida-based photo- photographic expert, I guess a forensic expert and court witness who said that there's no doubt that the photo was genuine. And there's also the fact that Prince Andrew settled his case out of court with Guffrey after he was sued by her. If he had evidence that his buddy had that it was fake, then why would he do that? This is a ridiculous claim. She provides no evidence for it. And they don't follow up and ask her a probe at all because They could only talk to her on those conditions, I'm assuming. So, the Jeffrey Epstein list is dropping in months, within months, possibly. And Ghislaine Maxwell appears to be alive and speaking very strangely. And she has information to prove everything we've ever thought about her is wrong. I'm just not optimistic (laughs) that we're really going to get anything we want out of these these lists that are coming out. I've been following this story for a really long time. I have one of the oldest videos still on YouTube that has not been taken down from YouTube. At least it was still up there. I think it's still there. From 2015, talking about this case. I revealed it on WSB. I went through all the court documents. I talked to the lawyer of the victims. And I've just seen how they've just manipulated this case. They buried it when they did not want it to come out in public. They could have very easily exposed these people over a decade ago. But they didn't do it. They wanted to wait until it could be a Trump scandal instead of a Hillary Clinton scandal because of Acosta who was Trump's in Trump's administration, who was the lawyer in Florida at the time who gave Epstein the sweetheart deal. Now, he was bullied and pressured and threatened. They failed to mention that, but they didn't care about it until then. And so now we're hearing these stories that, that we're going to find out about names on the list, and everybody's wondering if this is going to be it. I, I just think this is some sort of controlled release, maybe to bury, maybe to bury the story, make us think that, that everything's been revealed that's been revealed, I'm not optimistic. It's too out there to me for this to have any damning revelations. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. And what do you guys think? Is Ghislaine alive or was that some sort of weird deep fake? At Freedom Act Radio, tweet at me. Let me know if you think that that was a deep fake or the actual Ghislaine Maxwell. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today's show or this morning's show. You can get the XR, the conversation that uh, Sam and I had after the Super Bowl at Patreon.com slash Propaganda Report. Go subscribe there today. Also give you this show ad-free. I remove the ads 
for subscribers. And I'll be posting another show this evening, so look out for that. We'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.